It's Dwight here, and welcome to another edition of Legacy Crown. This podcast is to help Christians navigate the ever-changing world using the unchanging Word of God. The goal here is to point people to Christ beyond church sermons, Bible study, and Sunday school. We will cover current events and specific topics where the Bible is the final authority. All of us will be legacy by default or design. Okay, let's turn the lights on. Today's story comes from our nation's third largest city, Chicago, Illinois. On July 30, 2023, as many as 40 teens will face charges after another teen takeover gathering. This time it was in the South Loop. This crowd of disorderly teens created chaos and vandalized a 7-Eleven store near the corner of Roosevelt and Jefferson. There was looting and destruction inside the store. As many as 40 people were arrested. The law caused this mob action. In Illinois, mob action is knowing or using force, disturbing the peace by two or more persons acting together and without the authority of law. There are as many as 300 to 400 people there. Six days ago, the same thing happened in the Lakeview neighborhood on the north side of the city. Mayor Brandon Johnson posted this statement to what was formerly Twitter, now known as X, about 11 days in office. Here's what it says. In no way do I condone the destructive activity we saw in the loop and lakefront this weekend. It is unacceptable and has no place in our city. However, it is not constructive to demonize youth who have been otherwise been starved of opportunities in their own communities. Our city must work together to create spaces for youth to gather safely and responsibly under adult guidance and supervision to ensure that every part of our city remains welcome to both residents and visitors. This is one aspect of my comprehensive approach to improve public safety and make Chicago livable for everyone. This was the statement after the first teen mob action happened on April 15th. Statements like this embolden teenagers to continue to engage in these behaviors is like sending wolves into the hen house. We can continue to expect mayhem, destruction, and chaos in the Chicagoland area unless a change happens. Since April 15th, we have had at least six of these teen gatherings that led to lawlessness. We have seen on display is the harvest when there is a destruction of the nuclear family unit. The harvest of seeds was planted from decision-making long time ago. Galatians 6 and 7 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, he will also reap. Justification of looting, riots, and destruction of property is wrong. Implementing enlightened ideas to facilitate change does not work in a situation. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. That is 2 Thessalonians 2 and 7. A great preacher once said, social justice is not God's justice. His justice does not need an adjective. The sheer lack of accountability and responsibility of these behaviors is dangerous. Hebrews 4 and 13 says, and there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. If we stay woke, we will end up dead. We must stop sleeping with our eyes open. Solomon said, a man wandereth out of way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. This is simply choosing culture's opinions over God's righteous precepts. 
David said, through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Our opinions are available, but they will always come up short when the Bible is the measuring stick. Every child is known by their doings. Foolishness is bound in their hearts, which is why parents are needed to provide love, discipline, and structure. The letter I is in the middle of the word pride. Pride is also disguised under the names self-love and self-esteem. It is one of the devil's three primary devices against us, the pride of life. He tried it with Jesus in the wilderness and failed. He breathed selfishness, envy, scorn, and offense and leads to fighting. Sadly, in each of these gatherings, the teens had checked all the boxes. Decisions and failing to discipline children were made when parents chose to overlook, ignore, or let the behaviors that require correction slide when they were younger. Correct your children and they will give you rest. Yes, they will give you delight of your soul. That's Proverbs 29 and 17. Children need parenting first. Mentoring and collaborating with families rooted in biblical foundation is a step in the right direction. There are no quick fix solutions because these behaviors didn't happen overnight. The Roman Empire was not built in a day and it took a long time for the empire to fall. What is the Bible's relation to the story? Our Bible reference verse is comes from Proverbs chapter 30, 11 through 14. Here's what it says. There is a generation that curses its father and does not bless its mother. There's a generation that is pure in its own eyes, yet is not washed from its filthiness. There's a generation, oh, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There's a generation whose teeth are like swords and whose fangs are like knives to devour the poor from off the earth and the needy from among men. Every generation from past and present has its issues because of its sinful nature. This generation disobeys God's command to honor father and mother. This violates the fifth commandment, which happens to be the first one with the promise that our days may be long upon the land which the Lord our God is giving us. The office of father and mother are respected less now than before. They had sacrificed and labored in pain so their children had the opportunity to live a better life. How much honor and respect do parents receive when these behaviors are happening? This generation believes in what they feel as opposed to what is right. That includes their conduct in thought, speech, and deeds. They arrogantly ignore and reject advice no matter how it protects them from any hurt, harm, or danger. In other words, they reject authority figures who try to prevent painful consequences through correcting and rebuking and warning such authority figures as parents, police officers, teachers, and elder adults. They have convinced themselves the Bible is foolish, outdated, or written by dead people, even though it's the only absolute truth in the world that will stand forever. Pride is arrogance in abilities, accomplishments, and possessions. This generation is blind to faults, resent to correction, quick to criticize and condemn. Minds are so hardened from deception that they do not recognize the consequences of their actions. When we ignore these filthy behaviors, it never gets resolved. Only the blood of Jesus can wash the filthiness away. On a larger scale, children are specific targets and they will shape the lives of the next generation. A left generation will be a lost generation. 
that which have been, what will be, that which is done, what will be done. And there's nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes 1 and 9. Everything starts at home when it comes to the community, especially when children do not feel supported. Many of them are angry and they are seeking some structure. This leads to two unmistakable questions. Who is training these children and who is not training them? Generally speaking, mothers are training them and fathers are not. When men are not present in homes, churches and schools, the communities will suffer greatly. Athletes and celebrities have a greater influence on children than parents. Even NBA legend Charles Barkley once said he is not a role model. Parents must be role models. For parents are commanded to train up a child in a way he or she shall go, and when he or she is old, they will not depart from it. Parenting is not an option. It is a choice because the consequences are evident. A threat of unrighteousness anywhere is a threat of unrighteousness everywhere. Sickness cannot be cured if we keep misdiagnosing the problem. Victim and victory are not in the same room. We can never be on the road to victory in our communities if we keep crying out as the victim. First John 5 and 4 says, Whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, which is faith. Out-of-control children are not a credit to anyone, for they cause great pain to the family and the community. Our communities will never be right until our homes are right. I would like to close with this final thought. There are some leaders in these groups. They can strategically organize dates, times, and locations for these gatherings. Some of them have a large following on various social media platforms. Unfortunately, these gifts are misguided and not used positively. Peter said each one has received a gift, minister to one another. That's 1 Peter 4 and 10. They choose to use their gifts for the wrong reasons. Teens must be engaged in productive activities instead of using idle time to wreak havoc in different areas of Chicago. Youth programs must be designed to operate in their gifts to others and not for themselves. Parents must be involved to ensure proper supervision is readily available for their children. We must come together to seek his face for healing in our communities. This leads us to our podcast first. It comes from Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. It says, if my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. Special shout out to Colin. You can find him on Fight for Truth podcast on YouTube. Before we go, I must mention my latest book release called Wife, Life and Legacy. Wife, Life and Legacy is available on Amazon in paperback or ebook. This book is an excellent read for couples who plan to marry. Parents is a beautiful gift for your single adult children or anyone considering marriage. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Please follow, subscribe, and download this podcast to help grow the listening audience. While you're at it, if you find value in this show, we appreciate it with the ratings on whatever platform you are using. Let all your friends, family, and everyone who can benefit from listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, peace.